You are listening to the Life Tonic Podcast, your resource for intentional living and personal growth. This podcast is designed to inspire and motivate you to be your most glowingly brilliant self. I am your host, Joanna O, and I'm grateful for you tuning in today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a somewhat different but very important episode of the Lifetonic podcast that I felt like I wanted to release today. I wasn't planning on releasing an episode this week to sort of give everyone the chance to catch up on my two-part conversation with the amazing source of knowledge that was Maisha Battle, Sucks and Relationship Coach. We published an episode together that was divided into two parts, so you can go back and listen to that. It is very profound and full of really interesting topics that we touched on. So a take, I guess, on a bit of a different type of content that I cover on the Lifetonic podcast. But the ultimate idea of my podcast was actually, first and foremost, to create a resource for intentional living, a resource for positive, inspiring, uplifting content to talk about how we can thrive in our bodies, in our minds, these two aspects that are so intrinsically linked to to one another. But along those same lines, talk about issues, talk about anxiety, challenge opinions, trends, ask and answer questions and draw our own conclusions. And I think that's ever so important to be informed and to be able to have access to knowledge and to be able to form your own opinion. I think that's the freedom that we all have and the blessing that we were all given. So I started this platform for two reasons. The first was because podcasts became for me an outlet when I was suffering from anxiety in the workplace, which grew outside of my mind to eventually manifest physically. And the second was because I consider myself an eternal seeker, if you will. I don't know if that's because I'm a Sagittarius. Maybe some of you out there will relate Ever since I became aware of my consciousness at a younger age, I always had this curiosity within me that I needed to feed. I wanted to know the inner workings of the world. A lot of things fascinated me. People fascinated me. I was thirsty to understand the world. And so far on the podcast, I've had the chance to feature an interview inspiring leaders, visionaries, creators, entrepreneurs, disruptors in every sense of the world and sort of get to ask those questions, but also to share with you my own transformational journey and to learn with and from this growing community of like-minded individuals who seek to rise, grow, and transform, which is my mantra now and always. Anyway, I felt that I wanted to record today because all of this kind of ties into a few of the things that I want to talk about. Honestly, what a crazy couple of weeks it has been um, only the past week, which is now coming to an end and I'm recording this on a Sunday, so it's now officially over and you'll be listening to it on a Monday. So fresh new slate, clean and fresh new start for you. What a roller coaster of emotions and shifts and changes to our external world that have been affecting in one way or another every single one of us on this world, dare I say. 
Public anxiety has been at an all-time high as the unpronounceable COVID-19 or coronavirus is spreading globally, making the world more and more confused by the day. This shift in collective energy is how I like to think about it, has definitely put a major part of the population and the majority of people out of balance. And even more so, it's put a dent in one of the most fundamental needs that we have as humans, which is security. And here's where I want to say, let's kind of try and depict it in a, in a more positive way, right? So let's think of it this way for a second. Information is power. This is how at least I've been able to justify this whole chaotic situation to myself. Information is power. This is a very powerful sentence. It's something that my mentors in business have always told me. What what makes people act in weird ways, what makes people act in ways that are perhaps a little bit odd or defensive or anything like that is because information is power. If somebody senses that you have information that they don't, it creates a shift. It creates an imbalance. And right now, most of us aren't really informed. We don't have the full picture. And of course, when we don't understand something, our brain creates a fear response. We feel powerless and vulnerable and further uncertainty feeds fear even more, which goes back to those odd behaviors that I was talking about. I only started hearing about this virus, and this is just to give you an example, and reading a bit more news about two weeks ago. And of course, for the past week, especially, I've been waking up more anxious. So really, if information is power, we look at media and how everything has been portrayed so negatively about the spread aside from obviously plain fake news have gone around, the power has been given to news outlets and information channels that have completely dominated our minds and our everyday. So fundamentally and above all, it is altering our perception and our sentiment of the external world. And that is really scary the press has definitely not done a good job keeping everyone calm. So I've taken the decision to actively go back to selectively filtering what news I read and information I allow into my space from here on now. Something springs to mind just now, and I will link this as part of some of the resources that I'm going to talk about in the show notes is this amazing platform called This Much I Know, and it's just kind of a really uplifting and nice newsletter that comes through your inbox. They also have an app where you can go and read news. And it's very, I wouldn't say it's just positive news, like, oh, baby pandas were born in the zoo, um, wherever in the world. It's it's a very balanced review of kind of the creme de la creme of what news and journalism is online. And it sort of picks and chooses and chairs news that are really interesting and different points of view and I think we are definitely lacking this at the moment we are getting most of our news from either un I guess unqualified to some degree sources or very very poor journalism of major news outlets which I've seen over the past couple of weeks you know very very poorly written articles I think just because the output 
that is required has been, you know, has been done such a quick turnover compared to, I don't know, I'm just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because it hasn't been of great caliber. And so to go back to my point, if, if you are an empath or a highly sensitive person, this and you will recognize it could have been an especially hard time to make sense of everything in the world around you. Some people just feel more. It's a blessing and a curse. And for these people, times like these can be really hard, feeling the world's pain almost like it's your own. And then there are people who may completely not understand that. I've, I've seen both types in my media environment in the past few days. Some choose to act aloof. Others are alarmists and choose to perpetuate dramatic events by sharing negative news and speculations as a coping mechanism. It's likely you've seen the spectrum for yourself because it's times like these that we see the power of the external world and what power it has on our inner balance. And remember, everyone responds differently to what they don't understand. So what's the underlying point here is that everything, even the bad outcomes and behaviors are driven by this innate desire to be a collective and to be connected. Why are people sharing memes or alarming posts? It's because they're seeking support. It's a defense mechanism. It's like saying, you're in this with me now. Look at what's happening. You know, let me show you. Let me share the images. Let me make you as alarmed as I am. We're now seeing incredible shifts in behaviors, even if only from social media, that platforms that are meant to connect us are a driver of negative news. They're ushering people to turn perhaps to more authentic forms of connection with their loved ones. But even more so, I can't help but think that they're deepening worries which are being reflected in the relationships we have with others. You know, what does this mean in the long run? We are a generation or not just my generation, but we are a society that is so, you know, innately starved for human connection. We are, we want to be, we want to feel human presence. We are lacking this connection with other humans in the real world. And suddenly something happens that makes us having to distance ourselves even more from that reality. I am now working from home for the next two weeks. A lot of people are self-isolating from their colleagues, their families, just experiencing a disruption in their everyday life and routine. And I'm sort of sitting here to, hey, to have a conversation because, again, as difficult as it is to find calm during chaos, I wanted to bring some positivity to those listening to the Life Tonic podcast because we're here for tonic thoughts. Once again, I am discovering what a versatile and helpful platform it is to learn and be curious and for everyone everywhere because the internet is not shutting down tomorrow, okay? You'll always have access to podcasts. You'll always have access to Netflix. And while I don't encourage mindful um, sort of internet usage, um, sorry, mindless, <laughs> mindless, internet usage and just watching or binge watching something on Netflix podcast can be such an amazing way to kind of get out of your own head and maybe listen to something while you're doing something else which is how I came to create my own podcast so over the next two weeks 
I, what will I be doing? I will be tapping into my own creativity and using this time alone to create more content, to interview, of course, remotely, more guests for the show, but also to listen to other podcasts that I find really uplifting. I may link some of these in the show notes for you to take a look. I think that now more than ever, we're invited to remain calm and focused on our inner peace and well-being. We're given this sort of physical, but also metaphorical space to think about emotional balance, to be more aware and awake to how we have perhaps become disconnected from ourselves and others in our daily routine. I found myself feeling so much more grateful than ever for nurturing those rituals that I'm able to perform in my home, tending to those laid back activities and tasks that I never have time to do with my busy lifestyle. I'm definitely practicing more gratitude. I think as a big aspect of what we're experiencing at the moment, re-emerging hopefully with a newly found appreciation for these small things that we maybe sometimes take for granted in our life. You know, the food that nourishes us, the home that provides us safety, our health. I mean, that's literally the core focus of this whole exercise is our health. And what does that mean for our minds, for our bodies? What does it mean for our mental health? And while self-isolation can feel limiting, really I've tried to think of it as an opening, a pause in an opening or an opportunity to expand maybe in other ways for someone like me who needs a lot of movement and to be mentally challenged I will be deepening the practice of my morning and evening routine I'll be inserting as much mindfulness into my everyday tasks at home as as possible as opposed to doing something to just fit it into my schedule like I said I've committed to reading two books I'll be journaling every day moving my body every day diffusing essential oils breathing deeply and creating a peaceful space for relaxation and doing so so far has done incredibly well and has literally done wonders for keeping my mental space open and light because it doesn't mean that my anxiety isn't reactivated I've got you know family all over the world that I can't be with right now my little sister left the UK today to fly to be with my mom we didn't know if her plane was going to take off I mean there's just so much you know and everywhere you turn there's going to be a story of a story someone a friend of a friend that somewhere experienced xyz and it's overwhelming. You're not, you can't blame yourself for feeling overwhelmed. It's just about removing that judgment and allowing yourself to observe these thoughts and then shift, shift into a different mind space, you know, shift into something that is positive that will bring that positivity and light. Earlier this week, I spoke of the situation in my Lifetonic uh, podcast Instagram stories. I referred to it as being labeled the black swan of 2020. This really interesting article that I read about um, what the black swan means, why it's been labeled that. And what that means was black swans are by definition rare. They are unexpected and they can also often serve as a metaphor that it is in the darkest of times that light shines brighter. 
Of course, what I'm preaching here relates to the self and what you can do for you. And of course, awareness that there's a bigger picture is essential. We must not shut each other out now more than ever. Open your eyes, look around, look at what's happening, how people around the world are affected and going through the exact same experience that perhaps you're going through, maybe even worse. And people in different conditions, people of different backgrounds and ethnicities, at the end of the day, it just does not matter who you are. And it's a very humbling way to look at it. But also, don't shut each other out. Act responsibly. Connect in ways that are possible for us right now with those that we care about. Maybe your neighbor. Maybe sometimes that you, you know, sometimes you don't talk to. Um, maybe someone that you're not so connected to. Maybe now is the time to reconnect. I don't know. In times of uncertainty, what I do know is we should strive for balance, inner and outer. The inner is what you do for you in the face of adversity and what's contagious and perpetuates collective rebalancing and positive outlook. So create those rituals, sing, dance, get immersed in new activities that make you feel grounded and happy and share those. This is what social media is amazing for, sharing inspiration, lifting each other up virtually across the globe. So this week... I have committed to sharing my second IGTV on my morning routine to perhaps inspire some of you now, but also for the future. I think one really important aspect is if you are working from home to hone your routine or put one in place to keep you grounded, how you start your day is how your day will go and how you live your days becomes your life and habits. So there is room there to perhaps more mindfully consider what we bring into our mental space, observe your thoughts, elevate your thinking. So tune into my morning routine on IGTV later this week and follow the Lifetonic podcast so you don't miss it. Lastly, there are a few things I'm implementing that I also want to share with all of you, some playlists, some yoga videos and meditations that I'll be tuning into that could maybe bring some inspiration to you as well. I will link some resources in the show notes below. So make sure to check those out and message or email me if you have any questions or if you just want to chat later in the week. I will also be publishing some worksheets and some positivity um, sort of little cards and notes that you can download, little down downloadables that will be 100% free that you can kind of either print at home and do by yourself or download a PDF and do it on your computer or just, you know, have a look at it and take a picture on your phone and then do it when, in your own time. I mean, whatever you want, those resources will be there so you can download them and have a look. And that's all for me really today. Just a little message of, you know, we're out here. We're all in it together. We're all in the same boat. So let's connect and let's kind of elevate each other as I always say stay safe stay positive and remember together we can empower each other we can rise grow and transform thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Lifetonic podcast today I am so grateful for having an amazing growing community of like-minded individuals who all want to grow rise transform together and on this journey of personal growth share their experiences and share inspiration to motivate each other 
that's it for me for today thank you so much for tuning in and i can't wait to hear more from you until next time join me on social media so we can connect and share further inspiration Thank you.